0: Welcome friends to another r slash entitled parents video if you're not an entitled person Prove it by hitting the like and subscribe buttons down below. That's said, Our first story of the day is by that lady Laura. Mother claims cat is possessed and forces me to get rid of it. A couple months ago, I'm a female and I was 17 at the time. My 44 year old mother hired this spirit guild woman to bless our house for I don't know what reason. The woman came up to my room, burned some like incense or sage, then had me sit down so she could pray for me and read me. I respect my mother's beliefs, but I was a little. Skeptical of this stranger touching my face and blowing in my face, she told us that I was going to grow into a smart, successful woman who would marry a rich husband. I'm not straight. Then she walked off with my mother to her room to do the same for her. An hour later after the woman left, my mother sat me down, took my hand and told me about what the spiritual guide told her. Apparently my moods, clinically diagnosed depression, was because I was being haunted and I needed protection from my spirit animal, which conveniently happened to be the animal drawn in most of my art hung on my walls and in my notebooks. I told my mother I don't have the time or mental capacity to care for a cat, but my SPIRIT needed to be balanced and protected. My aunt's cat had given birth a while back, so she had four cats roaming around. So acquiring a spirit animal wasn't hard. Before the cat even got here, I realized that nobody else was going to take care of it. So I went into my savings and bought everything the cat would need. When I asked my mother where I should set up the cat's stuff, She explained how it was implied that the cat would stay in our yard. I asked my mom if she wanted the cat to straight up run away or get attacked by one of the neighborhood strays, often breaking into our backyard to get into our trash can, so she suggested that the cat can stay in my room. I picked up the cat. And once it was in the house, my brother, 13 years old, fell in love with her. The cat was named by our mother after our home state Georgia, which was cute I guess. My mother forced me to lock the cat in my bathroom overnight because she was worried that it would stink up my room. So Georgia, who had gotten attached to me at this point, spent the first night crying in the bathroom for hours. I was told not to go into the bathroom or else she would never get over her separation anxiety because I had to listen to her cry all night, I didn't get any sleep, which had me a little more irritable the next day. The first week was weird, eventually I started to get attached to Georgia who would follow me around the house and sit in my lap while I worked. My brother had also gotten to the point where he would refer to himself as Georgia's dad and would spend a good amount of his free time with her. The only person who didn't click with the cat was my mother who didn't want Georgia in her room or her office space. She loved taking pictures of the cat or having me put her into those cat dresses for show But my mother would also jump and squeal every time the cat approached her one morning after having georgia for like two weeks my mother called me into her office and told me about the dream that she had georgia attacked her in the dream and it had really freaked my mother out i assured my mother that the cat was very sweet and not violent at all in fact georgia had been very gentle and patient with my four-year-old cousin when he was manhandling her and grabbing at her. My mother, whose claim that she has magical powers and can see visions and signs in her dreams, Told me that this was proof that there's something going on with the cat that night my mother came downstairs to the living room where the maid and i were playing around with georgia being a curious little thing as cats are after seeing my mother sit down on the couch georgia walked over she stretched out and put her paws on the armrest and my mother jumped and screamed about how the cat jumped at her just like in her dream georgia got scared and ran off to go hide behind me I tried to explain to my mom that the cat had not jumped at her, but she didn't care. She ordered me to pick up my cat and lock her up in my room where she couldn't jump at her. The next night after that, my mother was down in the living room again, and the cat happened to be laying on the floor. At one point, Georgia had woken up from her nap and turned to look at my mother. Laura, look at the way she's looking at me. I say, what? She's glaring at me. At this point, the cat was no longer interested and was looking at some fly on the wall. She wasn't glaring at you mama, she was looking at you. She started to lecture me about demons and possession and stuff, but I just kinda tuned her out because I was busy working on an essay. That night, my mother dragged me back into her office and started to tell me about her theory. They're watching us OP. They process the cat, I say who are they? She says my enemies OP, the people conspiring against me, the same people who did witchcraft to end my marriage. I say, and what does that have to do with the cat? At this point I'd learned to dismiss this type of crazy talk so it didn't really phase me at first. They're watching us through Georgia's eyes, that's why I had a dream about her and that's why she's always staring at me and following me. I don't even remember how most of the conversation went after that because I was just in a different headspace after that sentence. After that discussion Georgia was banned from being in my mother's vicinity or really anywhere but my room which really upset Georgia because I had to leave my room for stuff and she would be all alone. And when I left her alone, she would start crying for me to come back, which my mother could hear from her office. My mother started threatening to get rid of the cat, but at this point I'd gotten into a schedule and gotten attached to Georgia. Christmas was just around the corner at the time, so my brother was excited to celebrate Georgia's first Christmas. My mother was a little more lenient that day when we were putting up decorations, so she let the cat out to walk around the living room. At one point, my mom took out, like, green ring things for the door, and Georgia really got stiff looking at it. As soon as my mother noticed that she was afraid, she chased the poor baby around the room with it, cackling like a Disney villain. Eventually, Georgia ran up back to my room, where she hid under my bed, until my mother allowed me to go upstairs to comfort the cat. When I came back, my mother informed me that she wanted me to put the cat and her stuff in the yard. She felt that her enemies were starting to gather information on me in my room to hurt her, so the cat needed to be taken out. I didn't want to argue with my mom, so the next day, I bought one of those doghouse-slash-cage things, and started setting up the yard. I was coming back into the house when my mother came down the stairs and saw me with some of the stuff for the cat. She said, what are you doing? I said, getting ready to set the cat outside. She said, you know, I don't need all that attitude from you. Before I could even respond, she just started yelling at me and I stood there for a minute until she finished before asking her, you wanted me to put the cat in the yard so I was taking the steps to do so. You asked me what I was doing, and I explained to you that I was complying with what you wanted and putting the cat outside. Now you're telling me that I have an attitude, and I just want to know what did I do wrong. She glared at me for a solid 20 seconds before looking me over and asking me, Do you think this is right? I said, Do I think what is right? She said dressing like that. She then proceeded to shame me for wearing pajamas in my own home. It's important to note that she was also in her pajamas, I was just too tired to argue at this blatant gaslight and just nodded my head before going upstairs, showering and changing clothes. After I had everything set up, my mother ordered me to move all of the cat stuff to my balcony because she didn't want my cat to be able to see her through the office window which was facing the yard. Just when that was done, she just told me that it was over and that she's getting rid of the cat. She intended to send Georgia away somewhere instead of giving her back to my aunt because she was afraid that her enemies would start spying on my aunt to get to her. I was upset and my brother was crushed so we tried to argue a bit for the cat and she said that if we could keep her on the balcony and out of her space then we could keep Georgia. I complied with everything she wanted did whatever she asked of me. Three days later, out of nowhere, after telling us two days earlier that we could keep our cat, She came into my room and said, pack her up, today's the day. I said, what? She said, yeah, smiling and giggling in my face as she told me that she had given away my cat. After getting Georgia in her carrier, I got into the car with her before we went off to some random neighborhood. Once we got to this building, a man came up and had me take Georgia out of her carrier before taking her away from me. I'll never forget the look in her eyes as the man started to walk away. She looked so confused and hurt. I cried all the way home, then went straight into my room, shut my door, and stayed in there until my brother came home, because I wanted to be the one to tell him, knowing how my mother would be. He did not take it too well, obviously, but my mother's reaction was worse. She walked by his room and saw him crying and said, Oh, he knows? Whatever. Before laughing and walking off to her room. The next day, my mother came into my room while I was in one of my classes doing whatever work I was doing. She gave me this sickly sweet smile, then walked up to me and gave me a hug, which is weird because she doesn't initiate affection unless it's to emphasize a point or manipulate me. I didn't hug her back or really say anything until she walked back over to my door and said, don't be mad at me. Are you mad at me? I said, I don't know. She started telling me to not be depressed, and that it was just a stupid cat, and that we'll get a dog to replace her. When that didn't make me smile, and go back to worshipping her, she went super cold. I didn't really want to be in my house anymore, so I asked her if I could spend the night at my best friends that weekend. She then went on a purity rant and told me that if I kept acting depressed, I couldn't keep hanging out with my best friend because she makes me depressed. I told my mother that I wasn't depressed because of my friends and that I was depressed because she gave away my cat. She then told me to get over it because it had already been two days. Then she told me to shut the freak up when I told her it hadn't even been 24 hours yet and grounded me. Her birthday came around after that so she couldn't be bothered with this subject. Georgia hasn't come up since then. She just pretends like it never happened as she usually does whenever she destroys something that I love. All that I know is that Georgia is living with some Italian family on the other side of our family supposedly happier now. As a dog and a cat lover, this story is literally so sad. When OP was describing the look on the cat's face looking confused and hurt, like i felt that in my heart, man. This is easily one of those things that you would just never forgive your parent for. If you got a pet and were really attached to it and then a few months into owning them, your parents forced you to give it up and watch as some stranger takes your pet away for forever, would you ever be able to forgive them for that? Especially if the reasons why were the same as this mom's reasons? Let me know in the comments down below. And our final story of the day is by Linny Luhu, entitled Dad Demands College Refund Money for Disney World Ladies and gents and non-binary peeps, you won't believe this story because I couldn't believe it and I witnessed it. I work at a financial aid office for a local private university and I've only been here for a little over 2 months. It's a stressful job because I'm forced to learn things about the financial aid process I never thought I would need to know, such as how FAFSA forms are processed. To all my non-USA citizens or those who never went to college, the FAFSA is a critical form that students fill out to see how much money you qualify for to pay for your college. A lot of times this means the student who has loans, grants, scholarships may get a refund check. These checks can vary depending on a variety of things like how much you qualify for and how much the school takes for tuition, classes, room and board and other expenses. Sometimes students will get thousands of dollars in refund money. For anyone who plans to get a refund, be sure to never discuss how you're going to use it outside of class requirement because it's a policy to refuse to disperse funds if knowingly used for things outside of school use. This is important information. Now on to the story. So my job as a financial aid assistant is to be a basic office aide but with the knowledge of a financial aid counselor. Yesterday, a young woman with her entitled dad came into the office. Before I could greet them, the man says, Where's the person that's holding my kid's money hostage? I was terrified because this man was larger than me and angry. I wanted to cry by the mere loudness of his voice. I managed to say, sir, I can see if anyone's available to talk. And he began barking at me about how this is a terrible university and how dare they keep his daughter's money like this. It's a small office, and with my supervisor, who's the director of financial aid, the assistant director, and a student aid, we're all females. I turned to the open doorway to see the assistant director looking unimpressed. I can talk to you and your daughter about her money. Side note, if you're looking for your refund, call the billing department first, not the financial aid office, as we don't really control how it's dispersed. Entitled dad and the girl went into the office, but the door was kept open so everything was heard. If I wasn't allowed to record things due to privacy reasons, I would have recorded this exchange. The assistant director said, So how can I help you? What's going on? Entitled Dad said, My daughter's refund was supposed to be released by the end of this week. It's Wednesday, and it's still not in her account. Assistant Director said, Sir, please calm down. He said, No, she needs her money because we need it for our trip. Daughter said, Dad, I'm not going on a trip. The dad said, ''Yes, you are. Remember, we're going to Disney World.'' Assistant director smirks knowingly and says, ''So you're using your refund to pay for a trip outside of school needs?'' The daughter said, ''No, I'm not.'' The entitled dad said, ''Yes, she is. She promised to pay the deposit with that money, and we need it now.'' The assistant director said, ''Sir, I must inform you that I cannot allow these funds to be released, as you've just told me your daughter will be using them outside of school use.'' This is not allowed. Entitled Dad said, what? It's her money and she can do whatever she wants with that money. The director said, you can only use this money for school related purchases. This is considered an improper use of funds, which is considered fraud. Let's be clear here. You can use your refund money however you want, but you should never tell the financial aid office your vacation plans and be total jerks about it. Most people in financial aid don't care how you spend your refund in general. I was still at my desk, trying to look like I wasn't hearing this, but this man had a meltdown. I swear, I learned more swear words from this guy than in 27 years of life. The girl was also upset, as she wouldn't be getting her money. I kept my head down as they left the office. I soon got up and checked in on my assistant director. I said, hey, are you okay? She nodded, but she clearly needed a few minutes to herself. I don't blame her. That guy was very intimidating and I don't think it'll be the last we hear of him anytime soon. A good while ago I went to a cheap community college type class and I did actually apply for FAFSA and I didn't know that you couldn't describe how you would use the money, but because of where I was going, it was relatively cheap because it wasn't like a very long program or anything. I think I actually made like maybe about 1500 bucks off of that FAFSA in refund money and it was really kind of nice. So basically, if college or community college is in your future soon, definitely sign up for FAFSA. But if you get anything extra, I guess don't mention it. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of both of these stories, which one was your personal favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me.